BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Woodbird Theater. We now present Off Book. Off Welcome to Off Book, the Improvised Musical Podcast. <laughs> that was our sound check. We're back in the room. Do we, have, the same do we have that whole thing, Brett? Yeah, yeah hell yeah. It. We got to keep that. Okay, so we're this is an episode. We're we're in it. This is in it. We didn't know we were in it, but now we're in but it. But we all kept going during Brett's level check because we were like, uh-oh, this song is fun. Um, 
we're in the same room. This is so fun. Well, Dana's in a side room. <laughs> Dana's, the ghost of Dana. Dana's in a room where no one can see her. She's far away. It's the ghost of Dana. But um, we're skipping the order. We got Scott Passarella, King of Pianists, Pianist of Kings. And we got direct eye contact and no delay to that boy right oh over Oh my gosh. We're looking at each other in the face. We got... Brett on the frets. Brett Morris definitely when the chord hits, producing everything. Brett, how you doing? Good. I'm surrounded by people I love and equipment. Uh, and equipment that I have a troubled relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> um, this uh, this opening song sort of um, real real sour vibes. It, that was definitely our driver's license. Yes, I could tell that's what you were doing yes. when you started it. It's one of those things, like, if you ever wonder how off-book sound checks, that's how we sound check. We <laughs> sit around and we do that. Yeah, I mean, they're not always... Um, they're not usually... They're I don't want to say good, but they're not usually as good as that. Yeah, they're usually also not like as complete, except for, we talk about this all the time, Zach one time set a chorus in a Every Place I Cry live show sound check that we like, all are, the whales have, have gone, gone away. And it's like so sad how often that's in my head and it is, no, I'm like, I mean, I'm, it's not I'm, nothing, but it's, it's not anything. It is not anything. I'm like low key composing it in the back of my head at all times to write like a full version of it. It's you should. I have it kind of, but I can't do it here on this improvised show. Sure. Sure. Get ready when our next album drops for all the whales have gone away. I mean, not it's, for the reasons you would think it's in my head all the time. All of the whales have gone away. It was all because Brett was doing. Yes. Do it. It's because Brett found a thing on the on the on the guitar that was like, oh, this is a whale song. We didn't introduce Dana Wickens on the stick We only talked about how she's a ghost in another room. She's not a ghost. Someday we'll have the Dana screen where we can see. So we're in Brett's studio that is a sort of work a W a WIP, a work in progress. And the best configuration for currently and where the drums are. Dana's in the is Dana's in two her own separate room. At least the door, at least it's, I'm not like closed off in a room. Like technically I can see Scott's beautiful face. I can see the back of Brett's beautiful head. <laughs> and then um, I can, I can feel your souls. <laughs> yeah. And we can hear you, which is yeah. great. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, but it is very funny that it, she is like two rooms away. Yeah. It is technically two rooms. Someday, away. hopefully, we'll be able to show you what we're talking about here with like cameras and Brett doing like Spider-Man jumps over something right now to, oh, yeah. to fix equipment. Yes. Um, but for now, this is just a fan band jam band episode. Fan band jam sand. Fan band jam sand in the sand. <laughs> this is the first time we've done an episode all together since our like fire pit recording, and that wasn't really an episode. That was just that was like just a, us realizing, oh my gosh, it's gonna be two hundred episodes. What can we do? What can we do in a, in a week? <laughs> which it, is why we advertised it so well. Um, <laughs> but now, I mean, this is But it was so, very fun. Thank you for anyone who watched it live or watched it later. It it's was still a, on YouTube if you want to go see it. It was a great time. It was a great time, but oh boy, is it nice to... It's been like 15, 16 months? Yeah. But now we'll never go back unless we probably will at some point. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, don't speak. Don't speak that into the. Don't, don't you come here with that. <laughs> don't I come here with pandemic too? I was just saying that, like, what it did force us to do was, like, now if we need to, like, we could have a guest in Australia, which is something yes, we could do. Yes, yes, yes. That part is very cool. Um, that's all I mean. I don't, yes. <laughs> I'm obviously not wishing a continuance of the global pandemic. We have, um, do you have like stuff from, oh, anyway, I, I, it still sort of rattles my, my soul that like Morgan and I and another couple were playing Pandemic Legacy as we led up to the pandemic. Yes. And we literally have like a photo of the four of us playing it. I don't know, like a week before the lockdown. We're like, let's see how this ages. And we like, we literally <laughs> said that out loud. And I'm like, I did it. <laughs> I did it. There's also all of this like meat, like the stand just came out recently. That starts with a horrible global pan. I mean, not recently. It's an old book, but like the stand came out during the pandemic spoilers on the very beginning of sweet tooth that starts with a global pandemic it's yeah. like there's a lot of pen and we don't need to talk about it too much more because it's not the vibe of this show but it's great to be in a room with you and for those of you like we're very lucky in california the vaccine rollout has been um pretty accessible so everyone is vaccinated and safe so don't worry we're okay don't but worry and also <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Sky got vaccinated under a roller coaster by Six Flags, I think. <laughs> yeah. Disneyland was vaccinating people. Six Flags was doing it. Dodger Six Flags, Stadium. it was just a bunch of teens, right? <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I have been listening to Sour. Yes, yeah. as, as noted by the influence it's had on our soundtrack. Yes, Dana and Brett have been listening to Sour. Yes. I feel like, I mean, we can just let this fan band take us where it goes, but I feel like we should be inspired by Sour. I've heard two <gasps> songs from it, so uh, great. I'm so excited. Um, Brett, will you just like sure. give us a, will you lead, lead a song here? Why are your read receipts on? What a fucking idiot I can't believe I loved you The only other person who does That is my mom So I can see that you read my text And yet you haven't got back yet I've been chatting with your new blonde girlfriend And she's reading this over your shoulder Read receipts And you're done
are audible, I think, due to technical issues mid-song. That's exactly right. Love to see it. No one noticed. Um, you love to see that flexibility. The power went out in the, uh, on in my the, pedal the, board. Oh, no. I'll figure it out. All right. Well, Brett becomes He'll an electrician. He'll figure it out so. with a pencil <laughs> and a pen. He'll we'll figure it out. Um, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, do you have songs that, like, put you... Did you have, like, an emo, moody phase? It's closer to Linkin Park for me. So I don't know that that would be emo necessarily, but it's... Linkin Park is... Is emo adjacent for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for that sure. was a high school like my cousin Sheer from Israel burned me a copy of Hybrid Theory and he's like older and, and cooler and gave it to me. Um, like, do you have any memories of driving your car around on like a rainy day and playing something and be like, yes, I'm so sad. I'm like obsessed with my sadness. Mm, I had a pretty... That that didn't have like the I didn't become obsessed with my sadness until parts of college. Weirdly, high school was a pretty was pretty breezy. I was not actually almost ever sad, but I think I enjoyed the performance of sadness mm-hmm. alone for no one. I was like, you know, it's also so, it rains so seldom in Southern California. It's really a moment that I feel like if it was mm-hmm. raining, I was like, well, I'm gonna put on this Death Cab song and really like understand yeah. my place in the universe. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that yes I I. Certainly, as a as a teen, love to feel feelings very deeply, whether they were <laughs> warranted yeah. or not. Just to dip your toe in that sadness and, pool and feels I good was, sometimes. I was just revisiting. Uh, just got my hair cut by my friend Kat from high school. It looks great, by the way. Thank you so much. And she and I were talking about like the different ends of the of that music. And was the band they used? Were they SoCal or were they for everyone? The used. Oh, I I oh, wasn't. I like um, didn't like. Kelly Osborne like date somebody in the maybe I'm yeah, there, right? sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to remember like what were local bands and I think what they were, were like SoCal. They, what were bigger bands like Thrice was a local yes. was like a local <laughs> I don't know that. All my Orange County friends, friends like, like Thrice. Thrice, yeah. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, what was what got beyond that? And so they were like my friend Kat was like, "Oh, I'm into the U. I was into the U's and I was like, I was more on the Bright Eyes end of the like, I didn't want any screamo hardly ever. I just wanted, like, I want to love her. I don't have to love. I, I want to go to hunt, get where's the kid with the chemicals. I was I, like, I, yes. I didn't have musical taste at all. I was just waiting for people in my life to burn a CD and give it to me. I mean, that was my musical taste. That was how I found bands like Rhapsody, which are weird, like, European Hollywood oh, yeah. metal. That's cool. Where it's, like, the power, of the, the power of the dragon flame is because yes. the older kid was, like. Didn't Christopher to- Lee sing with them? Oh, I don't know. I believe he did, which was one of the most amazing matchups. There's like a old, there's a, uh, (laughs) can we we do it? Sorry. (laughs) Can we do it? This is going to take some hardcore guitar, but here's all you need to know about Rhapsody songs. They're actually not, there's actually not screaming in them. Thank goodness. But they have a lot of, it's very operatic. It's very operatic. All it's all written by people for whom English is not their first language. I feel like you played us when you, me, and Scott were in Texas, and we did the thing where we kept we were we were like playing music in the two hour drive between cities, and we played like this game where I'd put on a song, and then we'd like pass the phone to Scott, and that song would he'd put on a song that that song made him think of. Probably played you a rhapsody song, but all you need to know is it's like someone narrating a scene from Lord of the Rings that didn't happen yeah. and describing I, I, like, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. <laughs> I'll let you take the lead, but I definitely got it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. The lightning strikes and the broadsword as the man comes forth again. Bats fly out of the tower And the mermaids are their friends Three tiny witches but also big witches Expanding in the sky Reminding that we try To unleash that ancient gemstone Do you dare Face the minotaur The Minotaur's dead Do you dare? Magic cloud 
devil's voice screams in the infant's mind. The clock counts down from midnight to one, and there's never enough time. And there's no Theseus here, no ancient ball of twine. So you won't get out of this riddle, the riddle's only in your mind. Do you dare face the Minotaur's stare? in the courtyard Griffins on the roof Phoenix is in your cupboard And a secret in your tooth Pixies in the garden Angels in the night Kelpies in your bathtub Giving you a fright Supercabras on the beltway Manticores on the where are the manticores? Where are the manticores? Where are the manticores? You don't know how right you are. It always ends with like the wind and then someone saying what sounds like the prologue to a movie you will never see or hear. Yeah, if I felt like I, I was like, yeah, no, I know. I know where this is going. The only thing we don't have to really do it correctly is like... Harps? N- uh, there would be a weird interlude that uses like Flute? actual Flute? lutes and flutes and lutes and strings. Flutes and, lutes and, and then the other thing is that like the guitarist in that... They Shreds. just, they do nothing but like, it's like, it's so wild. So you can take that back, Brett, and try yeah. it again. But like, also, I'm pretty. Yes. Yes, it's, ex- yeah. it's, it's exactly <laughs> that. That's exactly what it is. Someday. Okay. That's another song that will go on our next album. We'll do a, we'll do one of those. Yes. Um, uh, that made me think of another album that was big for me. So senior year of high school, you could leave for lunch but a lot of my friends didn't have fifth or sixth period, so they would just leave for the rest of the day. But I always had leave to get back. So I I sometimes would eat, just like go off on my own to get something to eat really quick because it was actually only like 35 minutes and the walk to the car. Anyway, this is more backstory than necessary. <laughs> a lot of like me driving around really quickly to get like fast food lunch were these moments of being like sad in my car. And the other album that was big was the Mars Volta, which that oh, yeah. reminded me of a little bit. Now I'm lost. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> I love when you nah. do it. I don't know that song, apparently. I for uh, sure know that song. I know it and I will not try and make my maybe, maybe I do. That's how I it just, sounds. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, I think I started it a little high, but not <laughs> that yeah. far off. Not high enough for me. My first introduction to that band was the worst way possible. Someone played me a bootleg of a live show by that band. And let me tell you, that band does not sound like anything. Sure. If you hear that way for the first time, yeah, it took me like three years after that to be like, oh, this is good. I like yeah. this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have fifth or sixth period in high school. We were on block schedule, baby. Ooh, four, block schedule. Four periods wow. and done. Um, Something that I've recently uh, realized, and I think I told this to you already, is that I also didn't do... Uh, we started playing like tennis as a pandemic, like distance physical thing. I think we hinted that we might start on this very podcast. You and I, well, you've really taken two. Yeah, you and I've played like three, at, three I'm times. I'm perfect at tennis now. I'm a tennis master. That's not. True. I mean, you're pretty good. Uh, I mean, your rate of um, your rate of change is 
high. I don't know. Like yeah, I think slope, my rate of the change, rise over run. My the rate slope of is, change is pretty high. Yeah, my rise over run. Your rise over run. You guys remember slope? Yes, slope. I do, I do slopes every day. Are you kidding me? I wake I, up in the morning and do a couple slopes. I just feel like the three times we've played have not been that separated and i'm like no oh, man you're already like wait you're like well i pl- I played like three more times in between <laughs> these lot. times and i'm like geez that's great i'm just so hungry to, to like be out move out it's of good no move. it's good but something i realized was that like a lot of the people i'm playing with played in high school or whatever like nicole played in high school and all that stuff a little bit and i was like why didn't i do any pe in high school and then i remembered that musical theater counted as a pe no. credit in high school god bless which was we wild. tried for that Gold. we tried for that and they it never Never Here, here's happened. The, here's the thing. So like over the four, because you would only take it half the year anyway, because block schedule is like you do four classes and then mid-year you switch to another four classes. Oh. So it wasn't like whoa. it wasn't like week by week you would do four and the next day you would do four, which is I think more what they do now so that you don't have what happened to us, which is you do math for half a year and then you go a full nine months before yeah, you think about math again. That's wild. It doesn't matter to me because I don't know math even though I am doing slopes every day. Yeah, we all do. Rise over run. <laughs> I'm doing rise over run, Pythagorean, Pythagoras and his good theorems that he does um but the two two sides of any the sum of the two sides of any square root of the isosceles triangles equal the square root of the remaining side oh joy rapture i've got a brain that is wizard of oz yeah and if you put a bunch of triangles together you can make a fun star um (laughs) (laughs) but long story short Marching band and musical theater both counted. Marching band makes sense because they're carrying around a bunch of instruments all day. Musical Jealous. theater did not make sense except when we did Anything Goes in Outer Space because we were all under tap, 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 tap. That was a lot of work. But like Les Mis, Fiddler on the Roof, Pirates of Penzance, you're kidding me. That's What are we talking about? I had to take PE, and I've probably talked about this before, that I took zero period weightlifting my senior year. And it was honestly... You have mentioned this to me before, but I forgot <laughs> it. And it's a really incredible... It's, it was a really awesome experience. It was like 40 people in the class, three three girls, 37 boys. Lift, lifting weights yeah. early in the morning. Lifting weights. You had to be there at 6.55. Okay. I don't know why I'm just oh, singing the bass line. It's a little sexy, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> down to down. The alarm goes off at 545, can't barely believe that I am alive. Gotta get up, gotta get on my grip, gotta get up in the morning and start to weight lift. What you doing, what you pushing, what you pulling, what you moving with your legs? Do you roto the parts of your body? Do you do different parts on different days? Rise and grind. Rise and grind, rise and grind. It's time to rise and grind. Rise and grind. On sets, got reps on reps, got to be the best, got to get those dumbbells overhead flies, got to get my muscles to a bigger size. Oh, yes, I gotta, gotta, gotta suggest that I do a couple reps on the leg press. Leg press, gotta move up those quads, gotta take all those reps, do those evens and odds. Hey, bro, do you even row? I said, hey, bro, do you even row? Rise and grind, rise and grind, rise and grind. I think it's time to rise and grind. Let me tell you about this. Do you think this is a good call? My whole workout for 45 minutes is playing pass with this medicine ball. We're gonna stand outside in the corner. So nobody really cares Just gonna pass around this lightly weighted ball And do a couple stairs What do you know about some yoga? Do you want to get a downward dog or a warrior too? Sure, a little bit of half moon, little bit of diving swan Get it on so you can say ooh asa And really earn that last shavasana Rise and grind Rise and grind, rise and grind, rise and grind. I think it's time to rise and grind. Oh, stop right here, you don't belong. This is old school, get off your peloton. This is that weightlifting room. This is that gold gym music. This is that Venice Beach in a tank top. 
This is that not medicine ball, the big inflatable ones. Yeah. Used to stretch your back. This is some old school jump rope or running up staircases. You know, really put you through your paces, and I think it would be great. You've got two of those five pound weights, and I see you're doing the trick. Now let's bump you up to six. Rising grind. Rising grind, rising grind, rising grind, rising grind. Yeah, I think it's time for us a rising grind. All before the hour of eight, doing anything to avoid using actual weights. Yeah, that's right. That rising that grind. grind. Let me guess. Get some protein powder in this mix. Make sure you're hydrating. And wipe off the machines when you're done with them. Use the spray. You got germy little hands, high school students. Gotta wipe that stuff off. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. You don't understand how much a subscription to a comparable weight room is going to cost when you're out of school. It's included in the price of tuition, I guess. What do you mean? Uh, our school gym, at least in college, oh yeah, was the gym that Kobe Bryant worked out on. That's nice. It was like a good, good gym. And I think that, you know... As an adult now having to pay for a gym, you take it for granted. But it's in the very, very expensive cost of going to college. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, I, I, I was like, I went to public school. Are you talking about taxes? No. The, <laughs> um. Uh. uh yes. I, I don't know what my high school weight room was. As previously mentioned, did not step foot in it. I, I had a great time. The coach was awesome, and he let us bring in mixed CDs and to play in the weight room. And I started mine with like a bunch of classic rock, and then morphed it into musical theater. And he. It was very funny to me. What sort of musical theater are we are we throwing the medicine ball around to? Uh, like I think there was a song from The Lion King. I think The Lioness Hunt. Yeah, that one. That'll get you pumped. That'll get you pumped. Uh, I think the origin of love from Hedwig. Oh, okay. You had cool musical theater taste even then. Thank you. Thank That's you. So good. That song is awesome. That song slaps. You guys know that song? Oh yeah. Hell yeah, I knew Dana would. Yeah, oh, you yeah. should. Yes, because you introduced it to me. Oh yeah, it's it's great. It's so great. Good. The last time I saw you, we were just ripped in two. I was looking at me, and you were looking at you. Those are the words. So words to it. Could not recognize because you had blood on my face, and I had mud on my eyes. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> gosh, well, a break could go here. This is actually a break. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're like, what are we looking for? And the thing we're looking for is a break. We'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, we've come up with a bunch. <laughs> we've come up with a bunch of ideas in that time. In two seconds. Ooh. Yes, Scott. Scott, take it. it take it. Captain. Yes? Sector three. What are we to do? Take Sector 3 and move it to Sector 2. Hi, Captain. Hi, I, Captain. Sector 5. Captain, what should I do? Take Sector 5 and move it to Sector 2. Hi, Captain. Hi, I, Captain. You may not know about this. It's the Captain's place to divert all of the energy to the right place on this star base. And one of our places is pumping Where the jams are always fresh When it comes to a sector I will tell you which sector Is always the best Sector Two Sector Two Captain the Thrusters In Sector Nine what should we do? Put the Sector 9 thrusters in Sector 2! Captain, the shields in Sector 11! Good heaven, they're down! They what should we do? You know what to do! Put it in two! Take all of the engineering and 
the warp core for fun And put them in the sector Twice the number as sector one Take the shields and the photon torpedoes And route them all through the sector That's the best start It's gotta be sector two of sector four and then half again and then double them in that sector two i think i understand you captain thank you i think this is our fate i'll divide four quarters of sector eight and take all of the med bay all the needles that give you a stick and put them in a sector that's a third of the sector of the medical sector six. That's sector two. Sector two. And now we're all gonna die because we did get hit by a missile in sector two. I kept it. I kept it. Everyone to the escape pods. Where are the escape pods? Oh. Sector 2! Code Red, everyone two. to your stations! I can't escape the stars! Sector 2! Explosions! <laughs> <laughs> Who says we can't do math? <laughs> That's all you need to remember. Yeah, rise over run, baby. He's sloping every day. Sloping every day. I wake up and slope. Math Throw is hard. My best friend sucks. That's the other emo song that we sing all the time. <laughs> Math is hard. My, my best, best friend sucks. <laughs> that that joke is the origin of every place I cry. Yep. Um, man alive, man alive. I've been and uh, I've been into a bunch of space properties lately because. Nicole and I just finished The Next Generation for the first time over a period of years. Yeah. Now we're watching Deep Space Nine with Quark, who's a Ferengi, his little alien guy, mm-hmm. played by an actor, Armin Shimmerman, who you mm. probably know from Buffy as the principal of Buffy, naming, oh, a, bu- yeah. naming a bunch of properties I think Jess is like tangentially yeah, 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 familiar yeah, yeah, yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Armin Shimmerman, though, is in the theater company of my. Oh, uh, awesome. Of Nicole. Of my Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I ducked away from saying of my oh, wife. My well, my wife. M- my Nicole. My, my, my nine wife Nicole. <laughs> um, man, I almost. Uh, sorry, I had a sneeze disappear. Um, yes, I. Uh, I like space. I know I li- it's, I know you like it, space I, and you don't care who knows it. I like space. <laughs> I don't care. I like big space, and I cannot lie. Um, <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, Dana, I, how are you feeling about Dana? I know the alien, aliens alien, are. Alien uh, the aliens are just thinking about mentioning that. For those of uh, you that don't remember, <laughs> Dana, not a huge. Wait, Dana, are you afraid of aliens? No, or, no, no. She no, loves. Jess them. is afraid of aliens. I love aliens. I'm afraid of them. Um, they are now referred to. Well, okay, don't want to say that they're aliens, okay. but. UFOs are now known uh, as UAPs. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to guess what that Unidentified means. Unidentified UAPs? Alien planes? No, I actually, now I'm forgetting the... Unidentified um, astral projections? I That should be it. Wait, hold on. Well, if we're um, talking astral plane stuff, that's dimension stuff, which obviously e- I believe oh, in. Really okay, are you ready? Are you ready for the answer? I forgot the yes. P, but I remember... So, unidentified aerial phenomena oh, oh I love yes. an aerial phenomenon and um i actually read an, a very interesting article that said that you know obviously it's like very big in the government right now yes. and they're really addressing it they're turning they're in huge in the government they're right turning now. in like a congressional <laughs> report this month or something yes. yes and the 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 deal is if it is of human origin, they said it would be like the biggest like fuck up pretty much in like na- in like security, like national and international security. Because it's like if it is a p- people and not aliens, even though I do believe it's aliens, that it's like what's been flying around the whole time? Who's been flying around? Never underestimate 
government agencies or human beings of any job. Yes. To be very bad at their job. Yes. <laughs> and and also like sweet Harry Reid <laughs> from Nevada. Um you know, was really pushing a, wa- a long time ago about um, weird secret shit that happens in the Pentagon. Not to be like too conspiracy theory, but yeah, I mean, here, I don't know. Here was something I heard about aliens that was yes. uh, from from SETI. Yes, uh, the extraterrestrial Extra- extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, what they basically said was, look. If there's advanced aliens out there, <laughs> they're friendly because if they wanted to, if they knew about us and wanted to wipe us on the off the map, we'd be gone. Oh, so the yeah. only version is they, they the, the the more likely scenarios are one, they're just like prime directive, staying out of our stuff until we're prepared for it, or two, they don't care about us at all. <laughs> I think it's like I like. There's a bunch of theories I enjoy. I mean, like, I do think maybe a little interdimensional being situation. How do you feel about that, Jessica? Because those aren't aliens. Now we're talking about interdimensional beings. Here's what I'll tell you. (laughs) Episode one of the first season of Stranger Things gave me nightmares. So it doesn't matter if they're from the dimension or another planet. If they're big aliens. If they're a big, scary flower head, which I don't know why every version of aliens now has to have a flower head. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Like everyone, I think Guillermo, I feel like Guillermo did it for, I feel like Pan's Labyrinth was the first sort of like that flower opening Venus flytrap. The Demogorgon is looks like this. So do the aliens in Quiet Place. Like mo- I feel like our current version of scary monster alien has flower teeth face. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, even the alien those- from Alien has like a mouth inside a mouth, but it's not yeah. even the same. Not really the same way. It's yeah, like those what is those called? The xenomorph. Yes, is that what the alien's called? Yes. Yes. Now there's a very good al- flower head Pokemon. Oh he's yeah, a, he's like a big brontosaurus well, with a flower crown. That pocket monster can be here, you know. Like I'm not against that pocket monster. <laughs> I just we love the discovery that Pokemon <laughs> is pocket monster. I yeah. Jess, what do you think if it's um, uh, humans from the future? Whoa, that's that. My dad hit me with that theory like in high school, and I was like, what? Oh my gosh! Wow, that kind of rattles my cage a little bit. Um, you know, I'm I'm. Yes, it scares me for whatever reason. I feel like alien PG-13 movies of my youth really imprinted as like the scariest thing possible. Mm -hmm. And so they scare me, but not like really. I think like I don't like thinking about them because they do kind of wig me out and my and my worldview. But I'm like, it's impossible for there not to be other life. But and dimension stuff. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Some a lot of that. I feel like that makes sense. We don't really understand physics. We don't really understand how space and time. We don't really understand any of it. We've got like pieces of a very big puzzle. Well, and the thing that's crazy about um, astrophysics is that it's at the place now where our study of it is like matter is changed by observation. So they're like, we mm-hmm. actually our continued study of this actually inhibits our ability to know the truth, which is so like get your mind in a million noodles to try to understand that like the- I can't my brain is smooth and I'm bothered I've lost I've lost all of the wrinkles that were good for uh, excuse me sir please come in may I show you the menu um okay uh these are all the um well these are the beautiful dishes we can turn your brain into tonight okay, okay. I'm interested well see uh, you might have be having one of those smooth brains I have a very smooth brain well if I could interest this you this is a restaurant that changes my yeah, I think, th- yeah. <laughs> I mean, re- so far all I have is atmospheric noise to, to, <laughs> to support this move. Yes, 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 yes. No, no. I think it's wonderful. We'd love some... Some, some, some sort of like, a, like sort of some music. <laughs> that felt like a very funny game of chicken where Scott was like, I'd like to be the atmosphere. Will you be the music? And Brett was like, I'd like to be the atmosphere. Will you yeah. be the music? <laughs> I just need, is that what happened? Someone's got to bite the bullet. Both of them were like, both of them were like delighted by like, oh, this is a fun space to be the sound for. And it was like, one of you needs to be the chords. (laughs) Someone be a music. Someone be a music. We have to sing a song. Someone be a music. Someone be one. I can't do it. (laughs) Okay. Yes, sir. Welcome. Uh, May I show you the menu? I would love that. Um, so we have some we have some specials tonight. Excellent. Uh, 
rigatoni the way we get your brain to look like that is we simply tell you the fact that we didn't used to see the color blue they didn't see blue without the word blue think that one through that's rigatoni about the double spine story in physics the double blind it affected how molecules pass think about that and that's far folly blowing my mind time after time blowing my mind again and I was expecting maybe an angel hair okay. That when I eat it makes me stop and stare About how the sun and the moon are sometimes gendered in different languages But you think of the sun as masculine or feminine depending on which country you're in Again and again Blowing my mind Time after time Again and again and again There's this Tonkatsu ramen I love Tonkatsu ramen This one is like Oh, can you believe That there were two types of take a lot of time with the menu <laughs> yes the premise i was thinking was what if a restaurant turned your brain into noodles different kinds of food <laughs> yeah specifically noodles because i was like noodles. noodle your brain around that yeah it was my sort Hence of the tonkatsu ramen yeah they were all noodle based and i think i picked up on that subconsciously when i was like angel hair yes you did and then i started thinking about Italian, Italian ref, yes. And then I started thinking about unlimited soup. <laughs> it's fun to like be on the brain train with people, you know, like <laughs> this is the, uh, yeah, the little peek behind the curtain. Spoiler, Are... mine is stupider than you think. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just want soup and bread. Well, not now. It's too hot for soup. Oh, too hot for soup. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Aliens. Now, 
dimensions. Is a dog an alien? No, right? <laughs> See, I guess the one that I, I the one that's the the biggest stretch for me is like thinking that aliens have already been here and already had like a huge hand. Okay, but you walked past my thing, which is it's a dog and alien. I feel like that's an easy no. Okay, but hold on. Okay. <laughs> also, okay, but hold on. Now, dogs. Woof woof. Sometimes weird, right? Yeah. Aliens. Weird. Often weird. Is a dog an alien, though? Did you? <laughs> I, I think cats are more alien-like than dogs. Dana, I don't have time to get into whether or not cats are aliens. <laughs> My question that I'm posing to the group. But in Captain Marvel, there's a very prominent cat alien. Yes, that cat. Flarkin. Is, um, <laughs> I don't remember what the name of the alien or the cat were. Neither of them were Flarkin, but that's closer than oh, anything yeah. my brain is coming up. I keep thinking Spot, which is Data's cat. And by the, the way, fun boy. spoiler from the end of Star Trek, Data has like a hundred cats in his house. What? That's a lot of cats. That's a lot of cats. Flarkin. And he has no feelings. So for close. Yeah. Flarkin. Yeah. Flarkin. What's the name of the cat? Chewy. 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 I feel like when Chewy opens up to reveal it's an alien, it's like a flower thing. Now- Here's a question. Here's an answer. Is Chewie an alien? What? Uh, well, here's the thing. We started out friends. Um, On the planet Chewie is from, Chewie would not be That's an alien. right. Yeah. So, I mean, things are alien to us, but they're not. So, if I'm from the moon, dogs are aliens. Wait, that one did blow my mind. I don't think I think of the moon or the sun as gendered. Right. Well, English does not have gendered nouns right? right like spanish has right every La noun is, right an el sol right but so in spanish if you ask native spanish speakers like adjectives to de describe the sun they will give you guapo <laughs> handsome <laughs> handsome strong mustache <laughs> yeah no no but they will they will use words that would historically maybe um for no reason right like i think we can all argue but like there is no reason that strong should be a masculine thing sure. but would, you would historically be like this is a masculine Adjective. trait yes trait. whereas some languages and i don't remember this so they'd be like nurturing for the moon <laughs> yeah they would be like beautiful okay yes, or, yes, yes, or yes. um mysterious or because i mean they're both just circles to us you're yeah i mean let's <laughs> I ge gotta... ge ge gender uh, the moon and the sun, who uh, don't have them. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, so funny that they're both circles. Like <laughs> They're both big circles, and circles are girls, and we know that, right? Mm -hmm. Circles are girls, and squares are boys. And women have hair, and men have fists, and like all, all of it is nothing. I, <laughs> like, okay, so we, we went out to, we went camping in Utah, and it was like, a very late in life thing to watch the moon rise. I had not really ever paid attention to the fact that the moon also rises and sets, obviously. The sun also rises is the name of a thing. <laughs> yeah. The moon also rises is a discovery that Jessica McKenna made. That's right. Okay. Yes. German, I think, is one of the languages in which sun and moon are uh, flipped in terms of the gender given to the... I think? I don't know. Don't check me on that. Someone smarter than me, look it up. There's a good TED talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> now, the moon rising, but does it, or are we all just spinning around the sun? And from the sun, there's one lesson that I think would be incredibly clear. As a sun-living person staring at us, they would say just this thing. That dog is an alien. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. That dog is an alien, as sure as Martha is George's wife. And Martha, she loves George. And George. And if you're wondering why, look into my eye and listen to the secret of their love. They know that dogs are aliens. Just think about it. 
Why else would they be so strange? They know that dogs are little fluffy aliens. And that's the one foundation that they'll never change. Why else would they bury things in the yard and later dig the same things back up? To find that they have a tail And you know something that they do very soon They always go outside and howl at the moon Because they need to go back to space And they say it with a howl from their face Dogs are aliens Why else would they have power? Specifically mine. Dogs are aliens. We get to tip your singer and your dog. Because he's remembering. Hot tip. Dog. Hmm, Don't eat your own poop. Dogs, stop it. Dog. Dog digested better the first time. Dog. Keep it. Keep it. Um, Well, I think we have time for one last song on this fan band, Jam Sam. And thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for smoking. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing the light that you carry inside of you with all the people in your life. Yes. And all the good things that you did today, someone may not have thanked you for it. Allow us to do that right now. Thank you for knowing that it wasn't your turn to take out the trash, but you took out the trash anyway. That was pretty big of you. That's really huge. To do that. Thank you for knowing that you could just keep smushing it down, but you decided. You know what? I'm going to be bigger man here. I'm going to go the extra mile. This laundry in the hampers made a heck of a pile. Listen, I won't do this, and I won't ever gloat. But you kept this pot in here for two days, saying it needed to soak. And I did get the heavier sponge, and I got that grease right off. And you don't have to give me any kind of reward, but there is something that I'm thinking of. Because I don't need your compliments, there's not something that I need you to say. But if you really, really ask me if I really think about it, yes, I would like a parade. I want a parade. I want a parade. I want a parade for the bet that I have made. You ask me, do I want a parade? And the answer is yes. I want a parade. I want a parade. I remember the electric bill was due yesterday. I'll pay And I was like, oh no It's trash can day But I took out Those cans, I took all three On my own way There was dust on the bookshelf The mirrors needed to be sprayed And we were planning To clean the house for another Couple of days But I thought, hey, I could do it Let me do it, I can do it real quick And you just happened to notice Hmm, what? Do you want a parade? Oh, you went and asked me, who do you want a parade? And then my answer to that question, there's just one thing I gotta say. The answer is yeah, I want a parade. Give me 76 trombones. 
Guys, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, you sleepy babies. You can support the show at offbookclubhouse.com. Thank you for all of you that have been there getting videos, uh, getting more stuff soon. Give it up for Brett on the fret. Give it up for King of Pianos, Pianos of Kings. Give it up for Dana Wickens on the Stickens. And as we say at the end of every episode of Off Book, <laughs> if that weird little creature is going for a jog then you better know the aliens are here and it's your